What's good, podcast people? It's your friendly neighborhood mulatto, Remy Mulatto, a.k.a. the Humble Goat, sitting here with the usual suspects, Ed and Jay, talking about thongs that need to be talked about. We don't do this because uh, we want to. We do it because we have to. Mm. What's up, Ed? No, we definitely do this because you want to. Well, I mean, I do it because I have to. Well, yeah, y'all yeah. do it because I want y'all to. Thank you, though. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I appreciate well, your you, presence. You won't leave me alone if Much I don't love. do it. Listen, <laughs> so right. how you how you feeling, Jay? You feeling good? Feeling good, man. I'm feeling yeah. good. It's it's the weekend, well for us. Right it's on. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's feeling good, man. All right, I gotta I gotta start. So since you don't give me the topics beforehand, I'm introducing mm-hmm. a new segment to the Ooh. show. Hey. This show doesn't have hey. segments. Well, this, it, we do now. <laughs> this right. one is called "Shit I Meant to Say Last Week." Okay. Because <laughs> usually all like this shit just hits me, and like I'm driving home, and I'm like, oh, I should have said this. All right. So when you guys are talking about like phrases that you hate, mm. like we were, you said um. It, it a, is what it is. It is what one. it is. Right. And on, on top of, of that is, uh, oh, that's just him being him. Or that's just Jay being Jay. Or that's just Jay. I hate what? that one. What? Here's why I hate that one. Because usually it's, usually it's said where it's like, man, Jeremy's cool as shit. But every, every so often he just like punches me in the face. Oh, yeah, that's just Jeremy being Jeremy. That means you're doing something that pisses people off. Mm-hmm. And they just accept it. So they want mm-hmm. you to accept it. So it's like. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's like a personality quirk. Yeah, you know, like he, like he's, uh, he's cool as shit. He just beats on his children. That's that's just him being him. Yeah, but I was saying, like, it's like a bad what you're saying thing. is just shouldn't be okay. Right? It Don't excuse bad yeah, behavior. Like, it, it shouldn't be enough where you go, oh, you know what? That's just him. Like he just does that shit. Like nah. Like if if it's bad enough that you acknowledge it and put it in the back of your head, yeah. then you should say something. Yeah, I, and I think we've we've been in circles where you have people who. They're kind of like fun or whatever when they're not drinking, but then mm-hmm. once they get really drunk, yeah. they're just oh, yeah. insufferable. Yeah, really oh, and you don't want so. that person to just be who he is. Yeah. Like, you need to sit the fuck down somewhere. Stop drinking. Like, you have a problem. You have a yeah. problem, and please adjust yourself. So are we only using that for the negative things when we say that's just who he is? For example, we all have quirks about us, right? I got some mad. My, my, all like, my quirks are dope, goddammit. It's like, you know what? Like, not all your quirks are dope. But so you, can't you, do have some, you do have some good ones, though. <laughs> like, my friends. They know for a fact, like if we hang out, y'all know too. But like a certain time, I'm ready to go to fuck in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's just but Jay. That's yeah, just, like, just Jay being well, Jay. Yeah, you know shut it, it down. That's technically a negative one, but there's nothing wrong with that. Like, oh, it's, it's Wait, ten o'clock. That's it, just how's it negative? Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Here's how it's negative. We go. <laughs> it's out of negative the, depending on the context. Let me explain. We go out of the country for Jay's birthday, uh-huh. and we're partying. Here we, here and Jay's go. like, it's eleven thirty. All right, guys, we're ready. It was not eleven thirty. Give me a break. It was like two o'clock in the morning. It was. I think it was pretty late. I don't. Was I was. Late. I was oh, off. Shit. All right. Never mind. Then. Not that I was point. insane. It felt early though. Like well, for, me, going, yeah. Yeah. for me. Still going. For me. For me. If for I'm sure. still having a good time, yeah. any time is too early. So yeah. if I if I'm not ready to leave and people are like, well, it's time to go, and I'm yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> you know so it's saying? not a negative thing, but it's uh, also yeah. just like, oh, damn but, it. Why Jay want to go to bed at four o'clock in the morning in a foreign country? Yeah. Keep rolling with the night, man. We'll deal with it tomorrow. Yeah. But for me, in hindsight, that has saved my life. So I have no right, issue with it. Because if it wasn't for Jay, we'd have been out yeah, all like, like night. Yeah, like I need friends like that. I need people who, who know oh. when to shut things down. Because I'll be out all, all night if I'm on a vibe. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong nothing. with that. Normally, like I said, just when we go out of yeah. the country, like like I said, when yeah. I went to Thailand that one time and I had a Jay moment, it was 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yo, I, I need to go. Well, fuck it, I'm in Thailand. Let's just go. And then we get back at like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I was dead for the next two days. Right on. So, like, I enjoyed the night and I suffered, you know, the next two days. You're very much like my friend Ken. You know Ken. Ken, oh, yeah. Ken's a type. 
that he doesn't have to hang out all night, but if he has someone who wants to just hang out, yeah, hang out, Remy will hang out all night, yeah, and you yeah. were just like, even though you don't, you don't, you don't really care, you'll just go with it, yeah. Versus me, I'm just like, look, motherfuckers, uh, yeah. it's yeah. four o'clock in the morning, you know. Yeah. yeah, I remember once upon, I mean, of course, I think we've all done it in like our, our early twenties when we first kind of catch that vibe, but I remember nights where I would just be literally out all night, and then you just get breakfast. <laughs> like, cause you're still out, you're still moving. Yeah, sometimes. and I, I miss those nights, but I, I realize I'm not even really capable of that anymore. For one, I I can't have that much fun. I can't enjoy myself <laughs> that much. Like it's n- nothing is yeah. that fun. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's yeah. uh the good old days. All right, but yeah, that was that was all. I just wanted to say that because, like I said, I was driving home last night. And I thought about or not last night, last or two weeks ago. And I thought about that phrase, and I was like, I want to bring this shit up. So every time we have some kind of conversation. And I think of them shit afterwards. I'm gonna bring it up in the next show. Yeah, which is funny. Was there anything I wanted? To, I feel like I feel like I missed all kinds of. I miss things every every episode because I have like a long list of things, and I just kind of get to what I feel at the moment. Right. But uh, shout out shout out to that episode. It was a good episode. Um, oh, oh wait, I, I got I got something else. Let's hear it. I hate this generation. Okay, you mean so, uh, millennials or? Yeah. Generation so, Z. I don't know. Just I, I picked up. I drive Uber. I picked up some like twenty year old kid, and like I was listening to like the classic hip hop, and he's like, "Oh, you got some young baby or the baby?" I'm like, "Nah, mm. man, it's a satellite. It's all I got." He's like, "Oh, you fuck with that old shit?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, I'm thirty seven. What the fuck?" He's yeah. like, that old shit ain't ain't good. This wow. motherfucker literally said to me, "He said it ain't good." No, he literally said, "Biggie and Tupac are ass." I'm gonna throw him out the car. Wow. Yeah. Sweet. I guess we gotta have this conversation. Well, we don't have to have it fully. I just like no, I'm good with it. I didn't like conversation. I wasn't a fan of like Rakim and all that old school stuff, but I also knew Rakim was amazing. Well, Uh, I I know that now. I didn't appreciate it then, but even then, I knew enough not to say he was ass. I just didn't like him. Like you know, he just like you know, he wasn't in my top five. Like he was just like. But now I hear his shit. I'm like, oh damn, this shit is. Okay, he was good as fuck. But like mm-hmm. back then, like when I was twenty, yeah. I didn't give a fuck about Rock Him. I didn't yeah. give a fuck about Big Daddy Kane. But yeah. like but I also had enough respect for the the genre yeah. to be respect like, all right, it. well obviously people are saying these guys are great, so I'm just it's not my music, but so, whatever. I would say in regards to that, hip hop has probably changed more recently than it's ever changed. Because of how just, just how different all these new. I mean, I don't, can you even call them rappers? They don't rap. But what hip hop is now, what what, what hip hop is in the mainstream, is so different from anything that it's ever been. So I, I feel like you know, Rakim versus like you know, Tupac in that era, they're they're more closer together. So you can kind of hear the significance of that. Whereas in this age, yeah. trying to listen to you know, just just the golden era of rap or whatever. And then you got dudes here mumbling and singing and it's all about the vibe and it's all about, you know, just enjoying the sound, I guess, whatever it is, you, you can't appreciate it. <laughs> whatever it is. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm we, not, it's not for me. That's, that's yeah. the thing that I realize. It, yeah. It's not for me anymore. So if I listen, if, if I talk to a kid who has feelings about say Jay-Z and stuff like that, like I'm really just going to be like, okay, well, you just didn't. You have no connection to it. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, see, and that's yeah. what I was we have to, a connection that's to what I was it. Trying to get to where it's like, all right, look, I, you can say you don't like it, but don't say they're ass. Like, yeah. it's just, it's not you. Like, it's literally like ten years well, before you were born. We're talking, we're talking about like what, like a like a teenager, twenty year old, twenty, twenty one. Like, you 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 gonna think stupid shit like that in I'm your twenties? I'm also 20s. willing to bet that he really hasn't really listened. Oh to yeah, Biggie. I, and I, Tupac I doubt he's really heard. If you really like hip hop, 
There's yeah. no way you can listen to them and say well, that. Right. So, well. so here's literally what he said. He was like, he he quoted a uh, a Drake verse. He's like, and then Tupac is like, California. I'm like, mm-hmm. so you you gonna you gonna give that. Tupac the 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 hook, but not any of the. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, I'm I'm done talking. I, I literally we, said. Yeah, I think we forget well, though that hip hop has different genres of what hip hop is. Yeah. It's like rock and roll has alternative rock. They have metal. They have you have. Classic yeah, hip-hop. there's different yeah. shades of hip hop. Yeah, you know, and you got to know what works for you and doesn't work for you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like I said, it's just I was I, I was good with the conversation until it was like their ass was like, all right, well your opinion literally means nothing to me anymore. Well, you got to kind of also look at it in reverse. Let's say like his his vibe is like future. Don't you feel like future is ass? I feel like certain songs. Are certain, yeah, there's sure. there certain future songs like. But as an artist, actually, I'm thinking two chains. As an artist, do you respect Future as an artist? I respect him. I don't like him. Like like, anybody who's making. So who do who do you not respect then? Because I I mean, I'm sure there's some artists today that you're like, why the fuck? I think Lil Baby. Yeah, I don't like Lil Baby. Actually, Little Baby is actually pretty damn good. You listen to his song. I I can't. I'm not. I can't get with the vibe. I can't get get with the sound. One right. Yeah, I believe I so. Baby. I can't get with like, the sound. And I, and I wasn't a fan of the baby when I when he first blew up, but yeah. the more I hear, it's like, all right, he's he's actually pretty good. I I won't you, buy his you know shit. Who I didn't like for the longest time, who I can actually respect now. And y'all gonna kill me? Is six nine? I used to not like six nine at all. Why you like six nine now? I don't say I like him, <laughs> but I, I respect him because... Oh, you mean musically, musically? Or we're talking about... Okay. Musically. Yeah, musically. No one respects well, him personally. Well, here's here's what I'll say about six nine. He's like... This era's, who was it? Fucking, uh, who was it? Cypress Hill. He's like Cypress Hill of now. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a sound that I think caters to that, just just that energy, a, a high energy. Like, and that's what you want to hear. You want to hear somebody yell and shout, just like how you were talking about these different shades of hip hop. Yeah. He's a shade of hip hop that certain people that's what they like. Like yeah. as soon as they hear that shit, they're on that shit. Yeah. That's what they want to hear. I, they want to hear a fucking. What, what is he, Puerto Rican? They want to hear some fucking rainbow-headed kid yelling into I, the fucking mic about whatever he's yelling about. I can't make a single 6 song I can't all. either. Like, I, don't, I, I mean, don't I can. I music I just all. know he got a couple, a couple of songs with Nicki Minaj. Right. Um, I don't know. He has catchy beats. That. He has catchy beats. I mean, everybody has catchy beats, is, though. Yeah. That's kind of what took over, like, hip-hop. Like, the beats got catchy. But, yeah. I mean, there really are already a, a lot of newer artists out that are holding true yeah. to classic hip-hop. Dreamville. Shout yeah. out to J. Cole. Yeah. And all right. the shit he's doing. Every artist that's on Dreamville is rapping about hip hop and talking about real life shit. Which I'm, gl- is I'm glad there's now. still some real rappers left. Because J. Cole is like an elder statesman, which is funny as fuck to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. J. Cole, like, J. Cole blew up while I was at Fairfax because right. I went to a show, like, he was doing a small college in Maine. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, J. Cole mm-hmm. wouldn't even go to the entire state of Maine now, period. Yeah. And right. he was doing some small college, like, outside of Maine. So, yeah. like, and J. And Cole that is, whole, is the old shit now. Right. Yeah. And that lifetime, he's. He went from being new to hot to just being, you know, the old guy. He's he's classic hip hop. Yeah. Which I mean, which is why whenever anyone like, you know, I don't know if we want to have this conversation, but whenever anyone asks me who's the greatest rapper, I always say Jay Z mm. because of his longevity. Right. Like mm. I feel like Big and Pac were, you know, denied the chance to have that, but like we just maybe died before they were 24, 25. Right. So. so if you just look at like, you know, most rap though, like even the guy, like no one has been around more than twenty years, or right. no no one has been. Nobody was able to Relevant. really sustain that type of 
I don't like like be at that high of a level right. for that long of, of a time. I mean, because even like because Nas drops albums and like people who like Nas like yeah. him, but he don't like get radio play. He right. don't get like you know. Nobody. It's not a conversation that everybody's talking about. Like it's not a yeah. It's like not a yeah, huge but JG came out with four forty four, and it was like oh shit, all right. And, Going platinum and shit. I, so, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, I would classify Jay Z as the greatest. I think he's the greatest to ever do it in the form of turn it into an empire. The right. Big, you know what I mean? But lyrically. Well, yeah, no. Or, of I course. Mean, well, yeah, and, even, and even lyrically, lyrically, I mean, he was great lyrically. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I still feel like. There's other artists Tupac who are more consistent. Was way better. Oh, no, no. no. I, I, think Big was, I think Big was a better rapper. Like, it's just because, I mean, like, you know. Remember how hot 50 was after those mm. first two albums dropped? Oh, yeah. And now he's an afterthought. Remember how hot X In hip hop. In hip hop. Yeah. Remember how hot X was when his first three albums dropped? Mm-hmm. So it's like, but like, so everyone like can come out with some quality shit that sells and that like generates with people. Oh, for sure. But they can't sustain. So like, yeah. Jay was never the best lyrically because he was, you know, he was in the era of big. And yeah. then like, you know, Wayne came up and all these other guys came up. So he was never. He's top five. Yeah, right. He was never and solid number one, but he's always top five. And to be top five in something like rap, where you only have a seven year shelf life, to be yeah. top five for 20, 25 years. And that is why you have to give Drake his props because Absolutely. ultimately he's yeah. doing the same thing, Absolutely. except in a later era. Yeah. That's one but, thing I love about, you know, Jay Z versus Drake is how you can kind of like look at that as like the Michael Jordan versus mm-hmm. LeBron. Of hip hop or whatever, because it's like they're, they're not—they don't do the same things necessarily at all. But but it's hard not to compare them because right. they're doing so so much. There's there's such a huge contribution to the game. See, and, and like with LeBron and Jordan, with Drake and Jay Z, if someone said they thought Drake was, if someone of a certain age said they thought Drake was the best rapper, I'd be like, all right, I can see how you can say that. Yeah. So like, if if someone who's 30 said they thought LeBron was the best basketball player, I wouldn't agree. But I'm like, I can see like the all the arguments are there. So I'm not gonna dismiss it. It's just I don't agree. Yeah. So like, if someone said Drake was the best rapper, I'm like, all right, I, c- I can see how you can get to that, but so, I don't. It's also a dope meme that someone put out in terms of the goat, right? Normally, goat is G O A T. They said what we should be saying is G O A T E, greatest of this era. Of this era. Oh yeah. And that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Like Jordan. I mean, I believe Jordan's greatest of all time. Yeah. But in his era, he was the greatest. But also another era, Will Chamberlain, yeah. Julius Irvin, uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. LeBron is the greatest of, of, of this, this time. Yeah. So, right or this era. So, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Yo, I, I that that literally just happened last night, and I wanted to get that off my chest before we moved on. And you feel, I forgot you feel about better it. now? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I literally <laughs> wanted to throw the kid out the car. Yeah. Like he, cause, he, cause I, I took him from one place, went to McDonald's, I took him back, and he said the ass comment when we were at McDonald's, and I damn near just threw him out the car. Like, Florida man throws back. child out of car. Yeah. <laughs> over well, shit, when comment. I was subbing and I would play like Biggie in class, somebody like, what is this? Turn this off. Sit your ass outside. And I literally just made kids sit outside while I listen to music because they disrespected Big. It was like, no, yeah. you don't do that shit in my classroom. Yeah. And I was just a substitute teacher. <laughs> All right. All right. can go down your list. Let's, let's have a podcast. <laughs> so. Where where is my head at today? Um, why is Betty White not immortal? Don't you feel like she should be immortal? She might be. Like I feel like it, I she feel like if we, long enough, if we get be. the ability to give someone immortality, I feel like she should be first on the list. Like we, we can't lose Betty White. She's such a a staple. She's important. Betty she might is. outlive all of us. Like everybody loves Betty White. Right. Nobody hates Betty White. 
Which is true, but can anyone name anything Betty, Betty Wright did before the Golden Girls? What does no. it matter? It doesn't matter. It don't, but, but she's been around for like a hundred years, and yeah. we all like her career kind of starts at the Golden Girls and just goes forward. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, but yeah, she yeah, had to do sure. stuff before. Probably. And it's like, can, yeah. you, can anyone name anything she has done after the Golden Girls? She's, she's been in like little random <laughs> She's been in random movies stuff, but and she commercials hasn't, and stuff. She hasn't needed to. I mean, she did like she did a show hot in Cleveland. That's kind of mm-hmm. where like I think once her the resurgence began, that's kind of yeah. where she like hopped on it and like reminded everyone why people cared about Betty White. But yeah, now nah, she's literally just gotten by on name and just being smart enough at her age just yeah. to like run with the memes. Because I'm sure Golden Girls is, has always been running in, in syndicate and forever on different TV shows. Yeah. Forever. I'm sure they have some kind of payback on that, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Betty White is just one of those people that I, I keep seeing that she's still around and I'm like, yo, man, I hope she continues to be around. <laughs> what if she just... Just keeps going. Keeps going. How old is Betty White? Ninety-seven. <laughs> old as shit. Is she ninety-seven? Like, so many people have died before she has, and she's still just going. Did you just going? I know you never watched Thirty Knock Rock, but there was literally an episode of Thirty Rock where um they talk about the rule of three in Hollywood. Ninety-eight. Mm. Ninety-eight. Wow. They talk about Look the rule that. of three in Hollywood, and like two other celebrities die, and Tracy uh, Morgan's character like calls up Betty White. He's like, "Hey, Betty, how's it going? Good." Boo. She's like, "Is this the rule of three call? I will outlive you. I will be at your feet." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. She's just so she's just cool as shit. Like, yeah. who's who is that? Who is that old and that cool well, at like the same time? Every so often, like you know, the, the new generation will find out about someone old and just kind of elevate them. And like the old person will either like you know, ignore it, fight it, or embrace it. Like you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg embraced kind of the whole notorious RBG stuff. Like mm-hmm. she didn't run from it. She was like, hey, whatever. Motherfucker, think I'm cool. We gonna run with it. You guys should do, blah, blah. you know. She used that to like, you know, further educate people. And Betty White used her frame like, all right, well, I'm just gonna play into this shit. Like, I'm just an old woman that people like, so she I'll was, host on their life. She was yeah. born in 1922, bro. You imagine all the shit she's, she's yeah. seen. Yeah. Since yeah. 1922, I'd love to have a podcast with her. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah. yeah Who wouldn't? Like, let me see. So she's 98. I'm 36. She's lived about three of my lifetimes. Yep. Easy. <laughs> like, like she's done everything I've done three times over, Basically. at least. No, legit, because, I mean, she literally had the, a third act that just started about, mm. like, 15 years ago. Yeah, shout and out that to third White, act, man. she's done more than you, we've done in our lives. Like, damn. Why is it, shout out why is it that we, as society, don't appreciate older people as much as, they sh- as we should? Because they old. But think about we're, all the we're all wisdom. Scared of, we're all afraid of, of being old, so we, we kind of reject it and run from it. That's yep. why. Like There's so like, much like knowledge at, you can get from the, from our, our elders. Well, true. So that's that's one of my favorite things about um, the oldest man in our family, my uncle. I, I should see him this weekend. Um, whenever I sit down and talk to him, it's it's one of my favorite conversations because he yeah. always tells me something new that I didn't know about our family. Like mm-hmm. he'll tell me where we got cousins over here. We got, apparently I got family in every state. Like and I ain't know. And he told me. So you get things like that. But yeah. on the other hand, you get motherfuckers like Joe Biden who can't even really finish a sentence. Like like he's so old. That what we doing right now? So I'm just saying, Joe Biden is so old. That you don't feel like he is sharp enough in order to be running the fucking country. I disagree. You know what I'm saying? It's well, scary. I no, I, 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 I think. I mean, I said I said this before. Old half senile white men have been running our, our country for as long as I can remember. So it's not, it's not that big of a deal. But at the same time, when he when you get that old to the point where you're not sharp anymore. But I see. Here's the thing. You I think, put, I think you just want to put him in the closet. Uh, this, put, I think, this conversation took a turn. I know. I think people. I think people <laughs> are reading too much into 
his his age and how long he takes to say say things. Mm-hmm. The difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden is Donald Trump can say whatever the fuck he wants <laughs> and not think twice about it. You can actually see Joe Biden actually trying, trying to, to make sure he's yeah. choosing the right words. Right, President Obama did that, but President Obama just mo- was more efficient. He, w- he would pause. Yeah. Obama would pause. Right, because like, but that's if, the but thing, wait, hold on. If Joe Biden says something, if he misspeaks, then both sides attack him. Exactly. And I mean, like when Joe Biden said, like, "Oh, you're not black if you vote for Trump," like you know what he meant. Yeah, yeah. You well, know what he meant. No, no, no. no. But, but wait, I, I get what y'all are saying, right. but you're missing the whole fact that he looks old. And he sounds old. Right. We don't want a dude to run the country who looks and sounds old. We don't. We just but don't. No, 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 no. And we, we don't even want to be around people who seem old. Like, we like old people who have energy and are sharp. That is true. Being around just but, old people who can't handle their lives no more, I mean, they suck. They do. I well, think he can, but I get what you, I understand your point. Being old is scary. Bernie I'm, Sanders I'm, I'm, is old. I'm trying to get back to Jay's point yeah, about Bernie why we don't. sharp, though. He's yeah. sharp as shit. I'm trying he to get had, back to Jay's point about why, what? He had a heart attack. Who? Bernie Sanders. When? It was doing, or was it a stroke? What, oh, like a, stroke? a couple of years ago, right? No, this is just past in the last year when they were running for Democratic oh, uh, yeah, primary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And right. that was one of the big judgments against him was that he was old as shit. But, but yeah. I, Biden I, seems but, old now. But, but back to Jay's point about like why we don't appreciate old things is you got to remember when you were twenty, you didn't give a shit what anybody had to say. Yeah, like, that's cause, true. Because like that's you know you, you had to experience life. Like I always I have this conversation with my mother about my niece all the time because she's like, oh, she doesn't call. I'm like. At that age, like, she doesn't have time for outside wisdom. Like, she's too busy experiencing life, and, like, all her senses are just, like, on full blast. So, like, for you to come in and give some kind of outside information for some shit she doesn't think you understand, because the world is so different, like... Yeah, I I, I think we do hit a certain age where we're like, you know what? I fucked with this wisdom from other people. But it takes a while to get After you you get to, like, you know, 26, and it's like your credit card is maxed out, and, like, you're like, shit, I got to stay in this tiny-ass one-bedroom apartment. And then you talk to, like, your your 70-year-old uncle who's been in the same house for, like, 30, you know, 40, 50 years. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I did this and this. Like, shit, why didn't you tell me that 10 years ago? I did, little nigga. You didn't listen. Well, the majority of of life is you just kind of bumbling around figuring out shit for yourself anyway. It is. And then eventually you figure out that some advice that you were given that you totally ignored would have saved your life. Holy shit, I need to start listening to these old motherfuckers. So, and that's why, you know, Betty White has this, you know, renaissance because, like, there's a whole generation that went, oh, Betty White's still funny. And it just kind of reintroduced her. And then the younger generation like, oh, here's this old woman people keep talking about. And Betty's Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm here. So, like... (laughs) So that's kind of what happened, but who, yeah. Who would be the black equivalent to Betty White, though? Uh, Morgan Freeman. Probably. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Especially since he's still working. Like, who knows how old Morgan Freeman is? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> I think he's like, like 25. Morgan Freeman is probably definitely immortal. Well, the only difference is, like, Morgan Freeman has to play into the whole age thing. Like, if Morgan Freeman was, like, just, like, playing along with it yeah. and, like, doing the voice. Like, you know how they always get, like, somebody to do the Morgan Freeman voice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he was actually doing that himself, then he would definitely be the Betty White of the black community. We're just like, I get it. And you know what? He's, 83. he's 83 years old. Right on. Damn. I mean, he's looked the same yeah, since he was out, 33. He looks good for 83, man. though. Like, he looks good for 83. Shout out to longevity. Yo. I think it's very important to take care of yourself your entire life because so, once you get old, you don't want to be old. So, like, that whole black don't crack thing, like, white people... Like some of them age well, but when they age badly, they age so badly. I was talking to a, a neighbor, and like I've seen this woman around 
Like, she has, like, two kids, and, like, she just looks in her 40s. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was talking to her the other night, because she was, like, her kids just drive her crazy. So I was going for, like, a nightly walk. She was like, hi, can you come here for a second? And she was, like, just talking, because I guess she wanted to talk to an adult for a while. Yeah. And she's literally a year younger than me. Looks old as shit. And yeah. it was like, damn, life has whooped your ass. Some of that, too, like, Drugs. like one thing that I, I've noticed, if you smoke or if you've, you've even yeah. smoked for a long period of your life, like, that shit ages you, bro. Oh, yeah. for sure. That shit for ages sure. you hardcore. That's why I'm I'm glad I don't smoke it. There's a lot of things that I need to get together. I, I believe if you if you stay out in the sun too long, that shit yeah. ages you pretty yeah. bad. Like, but like, there's a lot of things that people need to watch out for. But or you're like, gonna start to look like the fucking crib keeper. Yeah, crib keeper. I said what I said. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, like I, I know some of you people are on Tinder, but you ever like just see like a, a picture and it's like, oh god, how old? 25. There's no mm. way in the world you're 25. And it's like, yo, no, life just whooped your ass. And you What's just the look twins? 25. The Olsen twins. Oh yeah. Compare the, people always compare them to. But their the, sister. The, the sister sister twins. Oh yeah. And how like it is similar in age, but they look way older. The Olsen twins look ten times older. Mm. Yeah. But I also think melanin plays a factor yeah. too. You yeah. know? The more melanin you have, the easier it is for you to age gracefully, I think. Yeah, now yeah. My, my my father's mother is a is a vampire. I went to her seventieth birthday and they had just pictures of her and like I literally just saw where she got bit. Cause like they had like they, they went through the years and then like they had a picture of her like holding me when I was a baby yeah and then they had a picture of her at my high school graduation yeah. and it was the same woman mm. like she got bit sometime after you know either before I was born or after I was born and she yeah, just stopped same. aging yeah Yo, like, speaking of aging gracefully I know uh, Maya was my like my, Maya my Angela no my, just Maya. She was like she was like my example. The the, the R and B artist. Yeah, she was my example for a minute. Like, damn, she she still looks so good even to be to be aging. She looks like she hasn't aged at all. But then I saw another picture recently. I was like, yo. Ashanti is still fine as oh. shit out here. Did we talk about Ashanti? Yeah, we were talking about that was my crash. That was my crash. crash. Yeah, Ashanti still looks real. Yeah. Like she looks better, honestly. She looks better than I remember. Yeah, yeah. that's I it, crazy. I call it the grown woman body. Yeah, yeah. When I was go. not. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't even looking at Ashanti back when she was hot. Like I didn't really care that much. But now yeah, I'm looking she, at Ashanti. She she looks yeah. so. Yeah, she, I guess she just put on like regular weight in like the mm-hmm. right spots because yeah. like she went from being like that, you know. Skinny '90s pop star, which you had to be to just be like that grown woman. Yeah. Keep looking over. You want me to find a picture of her? I see you looking. <laughs> well, I'm, now, I'm you looking. Here, now I'm sitting here wondering. Like I know Ashanti is definitely younger than Lil Kim. Oh, because Lil oh, Kim, yes, of Lil course, Kim is the course. is the you know the bad example of like how. Ashanti I mean, who is knows, 40. Who knows which, which, which Lil' 40? Kim? Ashanti is 40. She, she Kim, has to be. She, so is Lil' Kim like 60? No, Lil' Kim got to be like 55, 56. 55? Let me see. That seems. 46. Oh, she's 46. She's only 46. She looks bad. This though. is this is Shanti. Yeah, Shanti is. Shanti look good. Looks real good. So they're not. They're only six years apart, and you know, Lil Kim eventually reached a point where she felt like she was aging to a point where she didn't appreciate her look anymore. So she started. She, just, she started she, really she, early. She, started, she, started, she, she started did really that like early. you know after a crush on you dropped. Yeah, she started <laughs> really early. Well, yeah, well, not, 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 not literally, but like, like little Kim started with the surgery yeah, like early, when she was still early. on her way up. Where it's yeah. like, damn, little Kim is fine. What the fuck just happened? So I yeah. think I think that's where like maybe an addiction to plastic surgery comes into play. Like oh, yeah. we, we all felt like Michael Jackson had that as a problem. Yeah. And maybe Lil' Kim ultimately had the same thing. And, yeah. and you get to a point where you just don't feel like you know what you want to look like anymore. So you end up looking like a fucking... Self-love. Always trying to find ghoul. that perfect perfect, perfect Yo, stop, stop cutting up your faces, man. I still, like, Lil' Kim is still the saddest situation to me because she was, like, she was a sex symbol. Mm. 
mm. for like '90s hip hop kids. I mean, that's dark, that dark, sexy. Yeah, I, I like that. It, uh, I loved it. The uh, what was the name of her first album? That, that crush on you, yeah, right? No, the first album. No, um, uh, no sh- time. No, I'm not talking about. She, yeah, she but like, the little lace. Right, that album front, cover yeah. was on like was the beautiful. posters, the Absolutely. walls, the like little boys everywhere. Like, so she came out and was on the wall, and she's like. Yeah. I don't think I'm hot enough. Like, did you not see what the fuck is going on? And she just started fucking herself up. And like, to be to be fair to Lil Kim, and I mean honestly, this speaks to all women, but especially black women mm-hmm. who feel like they have to maintain a certain level of beauty after a certain point. Because I, I think I think you 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 definitely feel privileged when you're attractive when you're young, yeah. And then eventually, it's, it it starts to fade. And you don't want to lose that, so you feel like you have to do something. And and then it, it even plays a role before that, because sometimes you feel attractive, but you don't feel attractive enough, so you start getting things done. You start, th- you know, yeah. getting worked on in order to, you know, aspire to a certain level of beauty. That you know, I don't know. I I'm just I'm just sad about it. Yeah, I don't think we understand it. the level of emotional trauma that Little Kim was going through. Yeah, with the whole death of Biggie Smalls, and also think about the fact. That the woman that he often chose over her was Faith Evans, which was a lighter skinned woman. Right. You know what I mean? And Lil Kim was also the first female artist to do it the way she was doing it. So there was so much pressure yeah. in, her, in her own life in a male dominated industry yeah. surrounded by men who are, are glorifying light skinned women. Yeah, and also always looking at the next hottest yeah. thing. Like, yeah. oh, Kim's good, but look at this one over here. Look at yeah. that one over there. Like, Shout out to Lil Kim. I'm sorry. Uh, Shit, shit just caught up to her like that. But she, I mean, overall, she seems happy. Like people talk, yeah. but she still seems to be living her life. She got a man, whatever. You know what I'm saying? She's still performing. Rihanna got that grown woman body going mm, on too. Yeah. Rihanna? Yeah, you ain't seen Rihanna lately. Mm. I, oh yeah, she she has thickened up a little. Oh bit. yeah, I, she has. Yeah. I, I feel know. like with a lot of these women, like like they were, I think I've, they were forced to lose a shit ton of weight before they got big, and then they just kind of got you know. We're also Company young and skinny big. at that time. We were, well, yeah, all, we were all pretty skinny in our twenties. Well, I was skinnier than I, I mean, am Remy's now. I mean, still skinny, yeah. but yeah. we don't have, we don't have those jeans. Yeah, I mean, I was skinnier than I was am now, but I yeah. was never skinny. Yeah, I want to see Skinny Ed. I'm still, I'm still waiting to meet Skinny Ed. Motherfucker never existed. <laughs> <laughs> it was just less fat Ed. You, you, you working on Skinny J? I've been losing weight, man. Yeah. I've been losing weight. Well, I don't, I don't want to be skinny though. I've never, yeah. I've never been. Skinny. Well, yeah, you. I mean, I'm you, a solid. You, I'm a solid yeah. dude. Yeah, man. it works for you. It works yeah, for I'm you. Don't know why I got a problem with. It. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I would, I, I would like to get back down to like 190. Yeah. God I'm, damn. I'm carrying like 220, 225 right so I'm now. I'm trying to get to 225. I hate yeah. motherfuckers like, oh, I'm trying to get to. Like, I'm just trying to get to where you but are. But you gotta remember, everyone has different oh, yeah. goals, right? Yeah. Remy's goal might is not to get skinny, no, but I'm sure he'd be like, man, we might put a little more muscle on a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we always have the opposite. Right. right. I think I've, I think everybody's seen my goal. I just oh gosh, I have not seen it. I just wanna, oh yeah, it's on his phone. Look like that. That's why it's on. That's my the phone. screensaver. Yeah, everybody been judging me because I got Lenny yeah, Kravitz no, on my, on my I screen. I ain't never seen on. another, this another, another man guy. with a grown yes. ass man. I'm eccentric. Okay? I'm eccentric. On his phone. Yes. Not, I, <laughs> no homo. I'm, I'm eccentric. But what it is is the reason that it's on there because like people keep bringing it up. It's simply it's an affirmation. A reminder. For it's sure. an affirmation. Sure. Yeah, That's no, what it I, is. I get it. But you're supposed to do the Rocky Four. You put the picture of, of Lenny Kravitz in the bathroom mirror, mm-hmm. and then you just work out to it, and you get your Rocky Four soundtrack going. Work out and jerk off. Yeah. To it. No. I said work. <laughs> but you know, because I'm sure Remy's thinking is we're on our phones all day long. So uh, yeah. I'm I guess that is that, that is the 2020 yeah. equivalent of my phone that the, I, the, uh, I either want I mean, 
I ain't gonna, I mean, I ain't gonna do it. Yeah. Nah, but I get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, for I mean, me, for he me, is in great shape. Yeah. But you gotta also great remember, shape. like, and he's 56, man. Yeah, but but you gotta remember, he Hollywood 56. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. his job is to look good. Like, yo, I don't think I you didn't watch the video of him talking about how he maintains that. It was. I mean, it was like watching Prince almost. It's, he's so. He's such a rock star. No matter what, he's such a rock star. <laughs> Sitting there talking about yeah, I grow all of my own food and I eat it raw. Like, shut up, yeah, like, yeah. He, I think he naturally, stop talking to me naturally yeah. that way. But yeah, he hasn't. We, we got that much money though. You can right. You can, can do whatever. Now, yeah, if like, I get rich and I'm still fat, then well, I'm, I'm, I'm always here. gonna be fat. Like yeah. I'm over here all pissed off because I'm like, damn, I just bought a condo. I can't grow a garden and eat raw food. <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to aspire and live on an island? Yeah, yeah. I can't. But yeah, where is he? Like Brazil, some shit like that. I, it's gonna take. Yeah, some time. if you want Lenny Kravitz's body, learn to play the guitar and just get Lenny Kravitz money. <laughs> well, That's I'm working the on the money. I'm working on the money. We'll see what you happens. You know what's crazy is that I never thought that he was that big of an artist to be that fucking rich like how did he get that fucking rich he's, he's been, been making he's music just like the the mid-80s yeah he's got a he's got a couple of hits here and there that i think sustain he continues to like when right. you get, if you get one hit and then perform for the rest of your life you're you're gonna have at least more money than Concerts. i have and, you know and, and he has yeah, he has right, the albums right. like i mean it's not our genre like we don't really i like some rock and roll yeah. I, mean, I, used to, I, I think i've owned one Lenny kravitz album but yeah. i guess i just never realized his, his how cover, big of an artist he was his cover of what is it american woman yeah american that's like my favorite one of my favorite songs i didn't know that was the cover i love it and there's about like three Lenny kravitz songs that i actually i, I love and it's like again yeah. Um, okay, I can't name them all, but there's like you know more than I do. Yeah, <laughs> Jay's like I, I didn't know that one. I know American Woman. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he got Lisa Bonet. Don't even get me started. So or fine. he had Lisa Bonet. Yeah, had, yeah. had, had Lisa Bonet made a baby with Lisa uh, Bonet. And made another Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Like and, literally and made, made another Lisa Bonet. He looked identical. And made you another Lisa. Listen, this yeah. is how cool this motherfucker is. He's like literally. Him and uh, what's what's the dude's name? Aquaman. Jason, yeah, like Jason. they're they're cool. Yeah. That's Lisa Bonet's like husband or whatever, and they're like like bros. Like they're good. Well, I mean, again, when you're Lenny Kravitz, is like whatever. I mean, yeah. You know how, I mean, it's you know how, how, that's mm. that's what I aspire to. I wish I could I could be that sensible. I wish I could have a baby with somebody and be cool with the baby. I feel like just the beginning of like, like so dope. A uh, freaky the, Friday the situation where Jeremy just wakes up in Lenny Kravitz's body, like yes, I did it. Yeah. And Lenny Kravitz wakes up in Jeremy's body and just jumps off the damn yeah. roof. Yeah. Like, I, I, I heard that sneak this. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz ain't gonna <laughs> Fuck you, Ed. First anyway. of all, first of all, look. All I respect right. you. You're look, cool as shit. Right. If Remy, Lenny Kravitz went from his life to listen, your life, listen. Remy, it would be a diss if he yeah. woke up in all of our bodies. Yeah. I mean, uh, in life. Listen, if he woke up like, if he just woke up in his different. body with our circumstances, he'd still be pissed. Like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck happened? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jeremy's like, I'm, I'm moving damn, on. Sneak dissing ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So I watched uh, Chappelle on um, that David Letterman Netflix show recently. And every time I sit and watch Dave Chappelle talk, it's always very compelling to me. Like, mm. I, I love his stand up. And when I listen to him speak, like, he's just he's just one of those dudes. Like, he's just one of those people that he always has has something value to say. Like, he's yeah. very smart, very articulate. Like, he's just I, I love watching him talk. <clears throat> so. One thing he said recently um, in that interview, like not to get to all of it or whatever, but one thing that he said was he was raised um, by his by his father, well, by both his parents, but his father didn't like didn't work on him and try to control him or tell him what to do. 
his father like parented him in a way that's like you're going to go out here and you're going to do something you're going to make a mistake but you had to be able to make choices so it wasn't like this hardcore guidance that all parents fucking do like every parent is basically trying to say no don't do that you're on punishment whatever 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 whereas the way he was raised and the way that he raises his kids is ultimately with a certain level of freedom and trying to teach you lessons based on what happens in your life and i feel like a lot of kids don't get that like that that to me is just one of the hardcore things that i think goes into creating a person like that somebody who's confident enough in order to reach the level that he's reached and stand up and to be able to do the Chappelle show and to be able to you know walk that path that in, in addition to just if you watch the interview the community that he was raised in like yeah. a very strong knit black community and everybody supports everybody everybody knows everybody everybody's looking out for everybody so that coupled with this this freedom to grow as a person because i feel like so many people want to sculpt their children into what they think mm -hmm. they're supposed to be not mm -hmm. realizing that this is not something for you to sculpt this yeah. is a whole human being and a whole ind independent individual yeah. that is going to become what they're going to become and all all your job is is to keep that motherfucker alive yeah keep them alive and safe you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and even mm -hmm. be careful about safety because your perspective of safety might hinder them from learning something they need to learn you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought that was amazing, and I just wanted to bring that up. I, um, if you guys have any I thoughts, please I haven't, share. I haven't watched it, but I... It's really dope. I want to watch it. I'll watch it, because I'm, I'm a fan of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And, and David Letterman is killing it, like, with these interviews, like, all these people he's interviewing. Yeah. I, um, I think me having kids, that that is done. <laughs> I think that's not happening. Nah, man, don't say that. Well, I'm mean, just say, I, mean, I say that because it's, it's not, not too really late for you. You can have kids in your 70s if you want. I, if <laughs> keyword, if I want, yeah. I don't think I want. I'm like 95 percent sure I don't anymore. But, but, but with that said, I'm so glad that if I do have a kid at this point in my life versus say in my 20s, oh, yeah. I can raise my kid with so many different openness, open-minded beliefs yeah. to allow him to be who he is what? versus not trapping him into what I thought was right, right. you know? And but, I, it comes with older age. Like, I'm kind of like in the same situation where like me and my brother have had drastically different like styles of being raised just because yeah. like he's seven years older and like he was kind of raised in the city. So like, you know, my mother was a little stricter because he was doing city shit where like yeah. I was raised in the suburbs and I was literally just talking about like I had no curfew growing up. So this, this is the simplest way I would describe Ed and his brother. Ed is Ed is a nerd and his brother is practically a gangster. It's <laughs> not right. Like that's that's the background. Of course they're grown now, so his brother is out of the the, the goofy shit or whatever. But you know, but yeah, no, y'all are so different. Yeah, but like I I, I had like I, I say lay thy fair parenting because I, I I hear like people talk about like yeah shit when I was growing up I had to be home by eleven o'clock if I get in eleven o one I get my ass whooped. It's like yeah. oh um. I just had to get home if I wanted to eat. Mm -hmm. If I got in and the food was put away, I couldn't eat. Yeah. Like, what? You didn't have a curfew? Not really. Like, but I also wasn't really doing shit that required a curfew. Right. Like, I was literally just down the street. You weren't in trouble. Right. Like, you like, were out fucking around. And, and when I was, like, I, I, I did that where I got home early enough. Yeah. Was, like, it was one of the situations where, like, I would get home at 8 o'clock. It's like, that's when you should ask questions. I would get yeah. home at, like, 10, 30, 11. That's when I was just down the street playing video games. When I got home at 8 o'clock, I was doing some shit I shouldn't, yeah. and I knew I was, so I was like, right, let me get home before I have to answer questions. Right? Yeah, yeah. My but, understanding is the way you were raised is very similar to how, how my cousin Brandon was raised, and y'all both Libras, like, you know, birthdays a, a day apart aside from a couple of years or whatever. And y'all, to me, y'all are very similar. Like, I could see why y'all are the way y'all are. But... 
you know. Yeah, I just I got some negative opinions that I ain't gonna get into. I know. I mean, like, it, it, I'm sure. Like, I, I kind of wish I had a little stricter, cause like, I, yeah, because like you know how the kind of person that you need a more more of a push. Right, because you know how smart I am. Like, yeah, I never had it, to. It is one of the smartest people I, I know. I never had to like get grades at all, cause like mm. my mother realized I want to say by freshman year that I was gonna graduate. Yeah. I just wasn't going to apply myself, and she kind of gave up. Yeah. And it was more of a like, all right, whatever. I'm just not gonna force you to do all this shit, cause like I I, I could get the A's on the test. I just felt like doing the homework. So I didn't have the GPA to get into the good colleges and mm. do all the other shit. So like mm. I just I never really applied myself, cause I never got you know challenged enough where it was like oh all right let me let me get down to it because it was like yeah. all right let me turn it up one degree and i gotta see i'm good yeah I'm good. so like was. yeah so like yeah. i i wish i would have had a little a bit of, of like more like you need to get an a like all right well let me try a little bit harder and shit yeah. but no nah, i never I, had that i had that up to a point and then <clears throat> my parents just could see that i was just i was just a mess like i was just falling apart in high school and I didn't care about like really anything. So eventually their expectations lowered. They were just like, just fucking graduate and figure out what's gonna happen next. Either work or go to school. Like, but just, you know what I'm saying? Just get it done. Yeah. yeah. So. I think for me, like I was, I think I was the first in the family period to be raised in a suburb. So like my mother, like, I think she was prepared for the city. Like, you know, my brother, her, yeah. my her, my uh, aunts and uncles—they were all raised in the city. Like my mother used to tell stories how she would like sneak out and go to New York City yeah. in the '70s. Let that sink in. Yeah. Like New York in the '70s was dangerous as fuck. You yeah. Know? So she would just sneak. So like I, I, I didn't even have the whole like oh like it was just like all right well, you're in a safe neighborhood and you just play video games whatever I'm just gonna you know, have a good day like. So most people want kids because they want kids, right? Um, which I feel like is terrible. I feel like you, you should have a good reason to want kids. I feel like I feel wanting like kids is a good reason. Just, but that's like, I want I got a dog because I just want to have a dog. Like you shouldn't just want to have a child. Like to me that, cause there's so much more that goes into cre- creating a human being and raising a human being, but just wanting one around is not enough. But see, I think if you want a child for a particular reason, that's when you get into the whole, you're raising your child to be something. Like that's, that's when you get to yeah, the opposite. Yeah, we're talking about the, different things. I'm talking about just people who want to have a child just to have a child. Like, I just want a baby. I just want a kid. You know what I mean? Like that's not so you, a thing. So you think people actually just want to have kids without the, this, the responsibility of mad, molding them? Hell yeah. I think, yeah. I, think, I think the majority of people have kids without, without the idea of what they're actually creating or bringing into the world. I don't think they know what they're getting into. I mean, I can't. That's why I, I feel like so many people. Well, no, no. I feel like no one, like no one knows what they're getting into with their I first think, child. I think a lot of people can figure it. out. I know what the fuck I'm gonna get into if I get, if I have a kid. That's why I haven't done it yet. I feel like even though you knowing it, once you have one, you're like, yo, I I did not know everything I was gonna get into. Like, well, I, well, I think it's impossible you don't know to know how, how hard it's gonna right. be in certain. Here, so here's my thing. I, I only say that to say this. I feel like. The main reason I want to have kids because I go back and forth, but one one thing that's kind of been leaning me towards the yes, <laughs> and it's gonna sound bad, but I just I just want a case study for like listen, I just want a case study for the kind of human beings that I'm gonna create. Like I just want to see the because because I, I analyze people anyway. Like mm. I sit there and just watch people around me. And I try to figure them out. I think it'd be so much fun to have this human being that I'm raising and just and just do that for like 18 years just, all right just figured for a lifetime really you know what i mean just just i mean no matter what we try to do you're gonna have an imprint on your child's right life. even if you want to be you know 
open minded or whatever. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, no, no. I feel like Jeremy's really saying he wants to have kids do research. Yeah, for me, for me, it's like a laboratory. I want to have children, like 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 lab children that right. I raise. I just, just want to say this uh, for the sake of for the sake of just understanding human because be- one of my favorite things is understanding human beings. Yeah. So I would have a kid just to understand humanity. Better, not, okay. I feel not, like, not about the legacy. Fuck the legacy. Yeah, Fuck the legacy. I, I don't right. believe in in legacy. Look, I feel well, like let me just let me just say this. I'm not going to counteract anything you said. I just want to feel like next time we do a show, you should keep the nerf guns away mm-hmm. from the table because if you say shit like this i almost shot you so like i, I literally like, almost shot you i don't feel like you. that's that bad but i said what i said before because i, I don't feel like that's as bad of a reason as well, wanting to have having kids just to have kids here's the thing, like, i feel like when you have a child you are adding to the world in one of the best ways that you possibly can mm. and if you just want to have this other human being around because you want to dress them in cute clothes and have something adorable around i don't think you're thinking about what the fuck you're doing you know what I'm saying? Right. It, so for me, if yeah. I feel like I want to watch this child grow into something like a, it's like molding. having a plant, it's like getting a plant, like a weed plant or some shit like that. And you just want to see it flower, like same reason somebody you gets a plant. It. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to see it grow for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not saying that's the only reason I want to. I like the idea of having something that you know is a, a spawn of me. I mean, no, I don't know how else to put me. it. A spawn of, of me a, would be very interesting because I'd mm. love to see if I could point out the things that are similar and the things that are different. One of my favorite things to do now as an adult is to align the things about me that are like my father. Like mm. whenever I find something that's yeah. like, yo, that's my fucking daddy right there. Mm. I love that shit. Like I like, I yeah. like catching those moments or whatever. Yeah. I feel like most people don't even see it as, as well as I do because I know this man and I know myself so I can see the parallels. So I feel like it'd be it'd be fun to do that with another generation. Yeah, I, I definitely know that I would be an amazing father. Like I know that for a fact. I don't think I would be a great dad. I, I do. For <laughs> That's me, why I'm not. You know, I really don't think I do because I I know how who I am and what I believe in and what yeah. I want my how I want my kid to be. I think I would be very much similar to uh, Will and Jada. How. You give your kid growth and opportunity to learn themselves and be themselves. Right. And they get they, too much freedom. They get. I don't it's, think it's, it's too much freedom, smith. though. I don't think so. I mean, a lot of people I don't, agree, but I don't think so. But I don't think their freedom is their problem. It's their fame that's a problem. Yeah, true. Like if they're they're they are whatever whatever is bad about them is because of their fame. True. I, 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 but I what's really bad about them? You think about it. What's well, really we don't know bad? yet. I mean, none of them have really gotten into any real serious trouble. How, so we how don't know old yet. is uh, Jaden Smith now? He's in, they're all in the twenties, yeah. early twenties. Uh, he's he's hella he weird though. Jaden is hella weird. Yeah. I mean, what's I, I, weird? Weird to you? He's just. He's just. You he's don't different. know. He's you don't, different. Okay, here's no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna go ahead and just fucking say this. Jaden to me looks about as close to a mass shooter as a white a black kid can look. You understand? <laughs> he looks like a mass shooter. Okay, so I don't know how else to describe it. I, I, now, I will say this. Now, I don't know. Like, he just doesn't look like a happy person. I, I These are just based off pictures that I see and little things I, I see here and there. I don't know if he's a happy person. I don't know. I think he is. But I feel on, like he's still, he's still looking for himself. Wait, That's what it I, seems like to me. I just want to answer. Like, too much freedom is like, you want to give your kids freedom, but you also want to rein it in just a little bit where it's like... I, it's one of the things where, like, if a kid's like, "Oh, I believe I can fly," oh, oh yeah. Like, so it's like it's kind of like I, I feel <laughs> you like be careful. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't think what they said too, no. Why? What is too much? Why do we think it's too much? Yeah, if you look because at, if, if you your look kid at, believes thinks no, he can fly, but people can believe whatever they want. But yeah, if you look until at it, they jump off the roof. Think about it though. Think about it. Y'all say it's too much freedom. None of the kids have been in jail. Right. None of the kids 
have that we know of. Then, no drug issues. They haven't had like a Justin they Bieber are, or Chris Brown phase. They or all like that, and they could have. They all are very intellectual. Can hold themselves in conversation. Yeah. Right. Uh, what What is too much freedom? That they, they have done too much hmm. in the wrong way. Yeah, Willow is very smart. She's Super very smart. articulate. Like she's Super probably smarter smart. than me. I kind of feel like I, I think Willow is kind of like the guitar like a motherfucker. They're all super talented. But I feel like Willow yeah. is kind of like went from that like extreme and kind of like I, I don't think I don't feel like Jaden just hit his normal yet. Like mm. I feel like everyone like I had mean, we, that. I don't think we really know Jaden as well as that we is true know too. Willow. Jaden is very like withdrawn, yeah. but that's that's mm. what worries me. Like to me, it, I, I feel like. I feel like he. I feel like he can fucking snap at any time. I don't know what the fuck is oh, going wait, on. Wait, what did kid. Justin Bieber do to make him have like such a bad? You know, moment? he was he was going around act, acting black and trying to fight people and just being like a little like a normal white, twenty year old, gangster. like a normal white twenty year old. Not, yeah, but not everybody does that. Yeah, but not I, everybody. He he basically him and Chris Brown basically went through the exact same phase. But that is attributed to fame. It's not attributed well, to being at that age. It's attributed to fame. But like I said, I, I know white people who were that age who did the exact same thing. And their motherfuckers got problems. But like no, I mean, like they, everybody, they, I know people, white people who have not gone through shit like that. But yeah, we but, all but, have fucking problems Right, but I'm saying, but yeah, like, I, I know people who've gone through that, who've gotten like, you know, like, who've gotten back yeah. to being normal. They just well, yeah. went through a phase Justin where Bieber has normalized. The point is, you don't, you go through something like that and you don't know if you're going to survive that. Like, you might fuck around and say something to the wrong person and then you're dead. True. That's the point. You True. can't, like, you got to be, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we talk about having to rein certain things in yeah. because once you start to cross a certain line, it's like, oh, this, this motherfucker's going to get in trouble. He's going to yeah. end up in jail. And you're right. Like, the, the, the Smiths kids never had any of that. And, yeah. I, and I also believe that when you are too strict on kids, oh, yeah, that's yeah. when you see the drug oh, issues. Yeah. Oh, you could definitely. And all yeah. those people lashing out and dying at early ages. That's, oh, no, it's that, definitely either to be too strict than it is to be too loose. But I think you can be too loose with kids, though. I, I, like, I think I, I definitely children, being too yeah. loose is a thing. I think all children are suicidal. And if you give them an opportunity, they will kill themselves. That is why you have to at least exercise some I agree. parenting some... because they want to, they don't know what to do. Well, it, <laughs> I, I, think think I think white They don't know what to do. White parenting is different than black parenting for sure. Yeah, that's a well, whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it is. I don't know anything about that, actually. I don't know, I don't know anything about white teenagers these days yeah i know a little bit about black teenagers and I, i'm sure you could speak to that because you you have a niece a whole grown niece who's uh out here getting her life yeah Jordan i can Space tell you Force. one thing <laughs> no matter what generation or what era it is black kids ain't gonna talk back to their parents nope. point blank without being killed it's funny my niece is but wait, 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 wait. i feel like that that's do you feel like that's okay like shouldn't talking kids back be able to talk kids should be able to talk but I was always raised to be respectful of your elders and your parents. You can we can you can disagree. And I want mm -hmm. you. I want. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep you from being being able to articulate how you feel. But you're not gonna tell me to shut the fuck up. Right. You're not gonna. You're not gonna curse at me. Well, I will beat your ass. It's funny because it was me, my mother, and my aunt uh, last week. Actually, no, it was my entire family. We were just talking about like you know the anger issues our family has. And my mother goes, oh, you know, I've never really seen E get mad. Like I, I saw him get mad one time, and I, I tell my mother this all the time. Like, you upset me because I can't tell you to shut up. Like so, like you, because you start push. I, 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 she starts pushing buttons, and the yeah. only response is shut the fuck up. But I'm never gonna say that to my mother. Yeah. Right. So what I do is, and I like just start going yeah. super saying inside. But I'm yeah. not an animated character. So like literally one day. I mean, my mother, she had ankle surgery and she needed to get uh, oxy. And the pharmacist told me it was going to take 30 minutes to do this. So, like, it was a weird situation where we were just sitting in the car waiting 30 minutes. My mother's like, I've had prescriptions filled before. It's not going to take 30 minutes. Like, mom, that's what the, the pharmacist said. Like, that's mm -hmm. all we can wait. Five minutes later, 
I wish I could just do this myself because I know it ain't gonna take 30 minutes. Like, that's what he said. We're just gonna wait 30 minutes. Five minutes later, ah, this is really getting on my nerves. I literally almost ripped my steering wheel off <laughs> the, the car. I just started shaking like the ultimate warrior. Like, yeah. So I literally yeah. got out the car, went into the pharmacist. That shit was ready 15 minutes early. Mm. I sat my ass in that pharmacy for another 15 minutes, mm. though she thought it took 30 minutes because yeah. I was not gonna give her the benefit of the doubt of being right. Mm. And that is like the extent of my rebellion. Yeah. Like it, 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 like as much as I would talk back to my mother, even though like I, I'm I'm mouthier now, and I've always been like mouthier than my brother when it mm. came to dealing with my mother. But like I was always funny about it, yeah. so like I would say sarcastic shit, like in a comedic way, where yeah. she'd be like, "Hey," and I'm like, "All right, all right." And so like I'd get what I wanted to say out, yeah. and then do what she wanted me to do anyway. Yeah. So, but how are we gonna I mean, this topic? Uh, we were talking about black parents and white parents. I think and, we're- Oh, Dave Chappelle's, Chappelle's parenting. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave Chappelle's parenting. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just appreciate I think it's very important to give your, your kids a certain level of freedom in order for them to become themselves. I agree. I, agree. I also feel like though, each kid is different. You have to read, like, if, you, if you're sitting with a kid and, like, you know, at three years old, the kid, like, hangs his teddy bear, be strict. Yeah. Be strict. Like, if, you're, if your kid is building nooses around his, his toys, yeah. you it, need to it, watch him. But if your kid is, like, you know, holding you in meetings with his toys, let that motherfucker do whatever you want. <laughs> like, you can definitely tell if your kid has psycho potential at a very young age. I suppose you could, yeah. Which worries me about my kids. I always so, say, I'm either going to have Batman or the Joker or both. <laughs> so, as we all know, I uh, have recently moved into a new place. I didn't know <clears> that. And I have a question. Which one is harder? Unpacking your shit or unpacking your shit? Do you know what I mean when I ask that question? Unpacking your mental shit? Yes. Which one is more difficult? Because I feel like I'm still working on unpacking my shit. I'm, I'm your physical on, shit? But I'm also, yeah, I'm working on unpacking my physical shit. And I'm always working on unpacking my mental shit. Like that's, unpacking like your I'm, mental shit I'm is harder. I'm constantly yeah. working on that. Yeah, but, I would, yeah. I would definitely Un- think unpacking your mental shit. And some people don't even do it. But also some people leave a box in their house indefinitely until they move again. Oh, shit. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 had, I had boxes in my house of like silverware and dishes that were just there because I didn't use them until I had a roommate who just started unpacking my shit. It was like, what are you doing? Like, oh, these boxes are sitting here. Yeah. So like now I have like plates and shit. Like I just never needed any of that shit. But yeah. And, and then you also have the idea of being assisted with unpacking your shit like some people get therapy because mm-hmm, some people mm-hmm. just can't at all do mm-hmm, it by themselves mm-hmm. but Same also thing goes with you know unpacking your shit at home but do you feel like there's a correlation is there a correlation between think, unpacking think, your shit and unpacking your I don't shit think so because i think most people really when they see their physical stuff their boxes it's something that's outside of them so they can just oh what, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna, like i hate i hate unpacking after travel yeah, like my, my back will sit man. there forever. Me too, forever. But moving, Yo. I can pack my unpack my shit so easy when I'm moving. Has anybody ever like went on a vacation and got back and then a month later was like, "What the fuck is that shirt?" I yeah. Yeah. That shirt. Yeah. and then you find your bag and like, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, I, yeah, I, I, yeah I just, I just be like, I guess I can't wear those clothes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not opening that suitcase. <laughs> fuck that suitcase. It depends. Like it's one of the situations where like you know when we travel and you get like the. Um, the uh, wash and dryer mm. at the Airbnb, and then yeah. the shit is clean. Yeah, I am less likely to unpack that. Where if I come back with dirty shit, it just goes in a hamper, right. and then that gets recycled. It so like if I come back with clean shit that needs to be put away, 
that shit ain't getting unpacked. Right. If I come back with dirty shit that I know can't sit there because it's dirty, that's getting dumped in the hamper and it'll be yeah. re. Yeah. But, but yeah, I definitely think that most people don't do the work to unpack that mental shit because they don't know how. And then because a lot of that's a lot of. Sometimes they don't even know they have things to unpack. Well, True. see, that's the problem. And, 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 they don't know they got boxes all over their motherfucking shit. Well, yeah. but see, and that's the thing. Like when it closed comes to boxes too. Closed, closed boxes. boxes. Yeah. Nigga, these boxes are in the closet. Open the fucking closet. Well, yeah. but see, and that's the thing. Like where, like the correlation relies with like some people who just put shit in the boxes. Like I don't need anymore. Yeah. And then like so they just. Like, like for me, I physically speaking, I had like pots and pans that were like in boxes that like I just didn't unpack because unpack I don't cook a lot. So I only really needed like two. So that yeah. shit was just there. And if I ran into a situation where I needed it, then like I would have to deal with that. Where when you want to talk about mentally, like some people put shit in boxes, mm-hmm. never go back mm-hmm. to it. And then mm-hmm. when that situation comes up. Yeah. Like if you're, if that's just you're, the way I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I just, I just don't have no pots. That's just the way I am and shit. You know. Yeah, yeah I definitely. Uh, for me, I, I, uh, man, I unpack. Even when I'm moving, like for you, just move. When I know I'm moving, I, I don't like clutter. So I throw away everything that I don't need or I take it to the thrift store. I say, oh, this has been in my closet for nine months. Right. Obviously, I don't I, need this need shit, it. so yeah. I don't take it to my new place. So same thing, like when we, like, I have done the work. Like, I had some shit with me in my 20s, bro. Like, I, yeah. the man I am today, I am 10 times different. It's very man. important to get rid of your shit. You gotta See, get rid of your you shit. Throw, you gotta do you the gotta work. You gotta throw away certain friends. You See, gotta it, throw it, away it, certain <laughs> relationships. Absolutely. This is my I, favorite metaphor. I, I laugh because, like, I kind of do what Jay does. Mm-hmm. But, like, if shit still fit, it's like, man, this shirt's been in the closet for, like, a year and a half. Let me try no, it on. Should right? it still fit? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I might wear it tomorrow. I might wear this. That shit ain't never getting worn. I yeah, I, it pisses me off when I realize that there's things that I have that I actually like yeah. that I don't <laughs> see readily, so I don't even, like, utilize it. And that's, like, like I got mad T-shirts hung up. For some reason, I hung them up instead of putting them in my drawer or whatever, so then I go in my closet. I'm like, yo, I, I like this T-shirt. I haven't even worn this yet. What that the shit fuck? happened to me. I think last year I did, like, a massive laundry dump, yeah. and, like, I, I was using my... Uh, second bedroom to fold the clothes and I just kind of put some t-shirts in the secondary closet yeah them shits was, was gone yeah I was literally searching around the house and was like damn I know who stole my shirt I blamed you at one point in time like did Jeremy steal my damn shirt no he would never steal that shit it wouldn't even fit yeah like so, so and then like I went to the oh man I was looking for this shit I'm so glad I didn't <laughs> curse out Jeremy <laughs> so so all of that to I think to say like systems save lives like if you if you develop a system around your shit and you find ways to organize your things, mm. in, including your mental issues or whatever. Like you mm. get your shit under control because you have to. You have to look at it. You have to focus on it. You have to deal with it. You got to do something. You can't just leave we that shit the, where it we is. We are the common denominator in every situation. Right. Yeah. You got to do something about it. And then once you feel like you have it under control, you you know, you feel better. I mean, you're gonna feel better. I'm gonna like my place a lot better when all my shit is unpacked. And I yeah, put absolutely. it somewhere and I know where the fuck it is instead of it being in boxes. That's why I always unpack my... Like unpack when I move, your I unpack. shit. I think it's important also... That's the name of this episode. Unpack, unpack your, your shit. shit. To have, your, have friends in your life who can tell you certain things and you don't get defensive, right? It's like, well, you know, yeah. you can do blah, blah, blah. You always do this. Yeah, then you, then I'm you, looking directly at you, you, Remy. You can go home Listen. and you're like, man, am I like this? Really? And then... I listen to people. Yeah. I listen to people tell yeah. me after about you, myself. After you stop yelling at well, me and you, okay. you know, you but start speaking is, to me two days later. This is my issue with the people in my life. People don't understand how eccentric I am. Mm. People don't understand how much I appreciate the person that I've become. So mm. when people try to pull me away from 
that it's like you don't understand me <laughs> you you like you can't really tell me about me if you don't know me you know what i'm saying you got to get to know me a little better before you can tell me about my life because i'm not because uh, i don't I, have i, mean, I, don't, I understand where you're coming from i don't have like any serious life altering or or you know preventing problems i have just a couple of weird issues things that i need to work on mm-hmm. but well, that's still I also, be your friend saying something about that that weird thing that you got to work on if it continues yeah. to pop up. It gotta be. I don't think it had to be like life altering. But I remember for for example, I used to have. I used to. I used to create, do events, and I would leave the event without saying bye to people. Right. Right. And the reason my thinking behind was it because every time I would leave, <laughs> everyone think that the party would be over. <laughs> right. Oh, Jay's leaving, so the party is over. I'm like, no, I want y'all to stay. So I would kind of just sneak up, but my friends would get upset about that. They were like, Jay. You always do this. You need to stop doing this. I look at myself like, yo, is this a is this a problem? Why do, why do I really do this? And like, and the root cause of it, I hated saying goodbye to everyone and shaking mm. hands. So I had to do the work. It's a lot of work. I had to do the work. Lot. I had to self reflect, and I start I stopped doing that. So it can be little things that your friends can tell you, hey, and be open to it, so you can change if if you feel like it's worth worth so, changing. So you've adapted, and you felt the need to adapt. Yeah, for sure. Why? <laughs> Well, See, cause, cause, so so this goes back to where mm-hmm. where I think me and Edba hits because mm-hmm. I, I would hear something like that and be like, "Well, good luck to y'all. I'm yeah. just leaving. I mean, I, I I know why I do it. That's I what do Jeremy it goes, for a reason. It is what it is. See y'all later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think I think for me because one, I love my friends. Mm-hmm. I appreciate my friends. And why again? Is this, is it going to kill me to to adapt a little change? Because they want to be, they want me around a little more. Yeah. They want to spend time. Like for me, I just want to get the fuck home. Let me, yeah. let me, let me right? tell you what I would do if I was you. I would leave, but just send everybody text messages that I, I left, and I had fun with y'all, and it was fun. And like, yeah. like here's your, here's your, here's your notification but that not, Jay has left. But it's different I, though. I get where I get where Jay's from because like, like, because when you've been hanging out with somebody, it's like, oh, Jay left them. I want to say goodbye. All right, whatever. Like, you yeah. know, like I don't think twice but about they it. They shouldn't but like, take it personally. But you also remember that that's J B and J. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? But you also remember though, a lot of times, and I just not me toot my own horn by no means. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people want to be around me and yeah. that energy, and it's like, yes. and so, and I'm not even, I'm not even the life of the party, but yeah. I bring people together, I talk yes. to people, I engage people, Listen. and so it's a little more pressure for me to be there to say goodbye to people. Sure. So when I leave, people are to, can be a little bothered by. Would Jaden say bye to me? Yeah. What the fuck? You yeah. know? Well, so so alternative to that, I feel like every time I go to like a wedding. The bride and groom are exhausted because they have to go around and talk mm-hmm. to everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for them. Like, yeah. y'all shouldn't have to do that. Y'all supposed to just be enjoying today, but y'all got to go around and fucking cater to all these personalities Shit, in the room who I, I feel like you, they owe you something for whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I would, so I look at your situation. I feel like, yeah, everybody's glad that Jay is here. Appreciate the time that you get with Jay while he's here. And then when he's gone, well, you should have fucking... <laughs> Shoot just shot just shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I I ain't mad at it. The only time I ever really get upset if someone leaves is like, damn, I want to tell him something. All right, whatever. Like, you know, you, you see somebody. Yeah, like, let's say I'm talking. Let's say I'm talking to Jay, and then like you know, you walk in, and we yeah. start talking, and it's like, oh shit, I want to talk to Jay about you know yeah. the Niners or something like that. Yeah. And then like then he Yo, like call oh, Jay, shit. call Jay. Man. I don't want to talk to people on the phone. <laughs> Well, that's the problem. I think our generation is so fucked up about phone calls. Like, if you really want to talk to Jay about something, you ain't got to fucking just catch him at the event. Like, that's one thing that pisses me off about you, because I feel like you told me all of this shit today about 
things that's going on in your life. And I'm like, why don't I already know this? I didn't yeah. tell anybody. What? No. Fuck that. Fuck anybody. But I'm not like, anybody. Yeah, exactly. Really like, first of all, I hate when you say that shit. I'm thing. not anybody. Like, well, yeah, so it's well, not something that has they, to come up. But it's true, though. Yeah. It's yeah. not something that has yeah. to come up the next time we see each other. Like, like, like just tell me something. Just like, me up. Let me know like how, you, how you, move, you doing. Like when you move, like not for you example, but I move moving by myself. And my friend's like, you move? I'm like, yeah. why didn't you... Call me and tell me you were moving. Like, I would have helped you. I'm like, I didn't, tell, I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Well, I'm not anybody. And what they mean is, look, I'm your, I'm your person. Yeah. You gotta you know? tell. But I was like, you gotta I, tell people. Okay, you're not anybody, but there's a, a bunch of people that's not anybody. <laughs> yeah. So you in that sector, yeah. people, and I didn't tell them either. I like when I bought my house. Everybody like, why did you tell me you're looking for a house? Like, that would piss me off if Ed didn't tell me he fucking bought a house. I, and I think I, I didn't. When did I find out about you buying a house? When I told everybody, like, like, yo, I, I just closed on a mortgage. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. You like, motherfucker. I, I remember exactly. We had went to get wings. Me, you can't stop me from talking about my condo. Wait, no, <laughs> no, hell what I'm about to do. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> so hold on. Here, here's exactly how you found out. We had yeah. went to get wings, and my, uh, my the realtor called me up. It's like, hey man, everything went cool, went yeah. through. You're good. And I came back. Hey guys, I just bought a house. Yeah. When the fuck are you looking for a house? I've been looking for like last two weeks. Why did you say anything? Well, Is that? Do you not say anything because you don't want in case it doesn't go through? You well, don't what the house thing it was because like yeah. my, my, my I didn't think my credit was See, good enough in that situation. I want to be a part of the journey. Like I want to I want to be there. <laughs> I want to. I want to be at the signing. Can I? Can I show up to the signing? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm one of those weird friends. But I usually like, don't tell people about shit. like you know, cause like you know what it is like. I don't tell people about shit because I don't think it's like. You don't think they want to know? No, well, I don't know. No, I, I don't think, think I get it. So I think I think you come from the the elk of people who who the when elk. you're on social media. And you have people who share literally everything that they're doing and like too much information. Right. It's like nobody wants to know all that. So then your reaction to seeing all of that is like, I'm not going to sit here and right. feed people so, so, all this bullshit. Because, like, you know, like what Remy is talking about, like, when my grandmother passed and like the day it happened, my brother posted like all day about it. It's like, I'm not, I'm not doing all yeah. that. Yeah. And I honestly didn't post anything on, on social media until like the memorial because it's yeah. like, all right. Let me just say something, but like I just like, for me like I was kind of I had came to terms with it. Like all right, yeah, I'm you good. You deal with it so, in your own way, right? So like nothing. Like I don't really go publicly for for support. I just kind of right. deal with it. Yeah. Like, and I guess it if is, I was it like, it is not the the type to share his business on social media like yeah. that, or in, in general, like which I really is don't, fine and yeah. which is fair. Like my girl is like that, and I actually love that about her. So it's not a bad quality. Yeah, to but have. I don't share. It's not even just social. Like in general, like unless. I feel like you need to know or I need to talk about it. Like, if I don't need to talk about it and I don't feel like you need to know, then I ain't going to say nothing. Yeah. Like, if I, needed to, if I had needed to talk about it, then I probably would have told some people. But I didn't, I didn't need to talk You're about selfish. it. Like, selfish. You're selfish. <laughs> I'm sorry for being able to handle <laughs> But then the, the problem like come, becomes that people get so used to you not saying anything. Is when that, you need it. And that when you need something, yeah. you say, well, man, no one reached out. Well, nah, nigga, he you he, ain't never said anything. Ed ain't got that problem. Nah. Ed not, as long as I'm in Ed's life, he's always going to have somebody. Well, to, you only well, one of many. Of yeah. You he only has, one of many. He has other people who he'd prefer to talk to, but he can talk to me because he knows I'm going to sit here and fucking listen. Unpack y'all shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Basically. Unpack your shit. Unpack your shit. But not everybody needs to unpack. Everybody needs to unpack. Everybody needs to unpack. What are you just gonna leave in boxes in your apartment all day? Come on now, no, you no. gotta unpack your shit. If, Somehow, if, no, because if you're you, saying, I think what you're getting at is there's different ways to unpack your shit. Right. Because yeah, I'm I saying like you that. can unpack as like because some people unpack is needed. Like right. the whole my pot and pan situation. Yeah. 
the responsible way if you're not going to unpack it is to unpack it when you need it the non the irresponsible way is to go out and buy new shit right and that, and that's where like people have issues yo that's what we did or to be a hoarder to hold on to <laughs> right. everything that's, that's like, exactly what we did we threw all our old pots away <laughs> but no but, but, you, but no, you threw them away you yeah. didn't pack them so it's yeah. not like you have yeah. a oh, we packed so, them no we packed them but we you packed them we packed them and then we brought them and we put them in the corner and was like we're not using that bullshit no more and but, we bought new pots but you dealt with it like yeah, so in terms of like it. the whole mental aspect people have issues that they pack away yeah and yeah. then when they they pretend it's not issues a lot of times it, it's too late though yeah, by the time we run from it but no but then like when they face those issues again they don't realize they have them in the corner mm-hmm. and they're like oh i don't know what the fuck to do where it's like the whole pot and pan situation was like, all right, I have this issue. I packed it away, and now I'm facing it again. Yo, let me go back to this box this, and figure this shit out. This type of thing that made me wish I was like an animator, because especially with this metaphor of like unpacking your shit, which you know attributes to the to the apartment kind of like it'd be like if you have a box just sitting in the corner. But instead of it just sitting there, just being a box in the corner, it's getting bigger yeah. and morphing into a fucking monster mm. that is going to completely destroy right. your, your condo if you don't, because you haven't dealt with it and it's getting harder and harder right. so every and, time you look at it. And that's the, the bad way of like leaving shit packed. But there are people who could just have like boxes that sit in the corner. Hoarders. That are just boxes. But hoarders. No, but no, because then those people can go to those boxes when they need them. Uh, well, not hoarders. Ho- people what? who become hoarders are people who oh, just, they, there's so many things that they haven't unpacked they don't know even what yeah. like this is everything is become and, and hoarding is happening because of an emotional trauma that has happened and yes. so that is the, that is people. the that is the most direct correlation yeah. of not unpacking your shit yeah for sure but yeah I don't, I don't know man I just I think definitely we got to be open to not you know do the work and don't wait too late Ooh, to unpack that work because a lot of people pack it away. Think it's okay, and then get in a relationship or something, and that shit is too. It's, it's too it's late. Too to late. To it's too late. Oh, let me unpack it now. I'm gonna put this here. Put in person over there. It's like nigga. Yeah. Like this yeah. is this is a mess. This is messy. Yeah. So. There needs to be a song called <laughs> "Unpack Your Shit." I'm gonna work on it. I'm about this to say, weekend. as the Smang. artist in the room. <laughs> um, let me see. Okay, <clears throat> I'm glad we got to that. I'm glad I started with that. Uh, <clears throat> so the next thing what is what time's your flight? Uh, I don't care about this. I got nothing going on. We got time. We're good. So, I have a question. Is our diminishing belief in science a symptom of overnourished creativity? So, let me unpack that just for a moment. I feel like the millennial generation was extremely encouraged to be creative because our parents were fucking industrial they they worked in factories they they did shit like that they did basically whatever they needed to do in order to support a family or whatever so our generation kind of in reaction to that have have gone into very creative fields and and basically trying to do the thing that we feel like we want to do rather than the thing that we have to do so is it possible that our drive to creativity or our you know that that creativity is a a side effect of that is our a diminishing belief in science because science and creativity are different you know what i'm saying like like i feel like religion and faith support the ideas of creativity but science is a, is a totally different thing science mm. is you know is manufacturing but don't you have to be industry creative in order to think the way you do about science and theory i think it i think it helps i think i think a good balance helps you be a better scientist because then you can think outside the box but 
at, at the core, you still have to be a certain level of logical. So if you true, if you true, spawn, true, true, true. So if you delve too far into the idea of creativity and you lose all of your logic, mm. can you be realistic about life? Can you re- be realistic about science? You I think so. But so, you, so you think we're you think a generation I'm is no longer believing in science? You I, feel, I feel like that's science, the base you're saying. I feel like you got flat earthers. You got so you got so much shit out here where we kind of. Like, also, I'd say as a hyper-reaction to religion in general, like, mm. we don't want to believe in that, so we find something else to believe in. You know what I'm saying? We're all moving away, further and further away from God. Yeah. So then we gravitate towards something because we all want to believe in something. Right. But at the same time, we, we, we gravitate towards things that contradict with our accepted science. Mm. I feel we're in the information, the information age where mm-hmm. it's like any idea you have you can put out there and find supporters. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, it, if it's creativity or not, but I, I, it's one of them things where you have people who believe the earth are flat. Yeah. And they can go and, on the internet. Always have been. Right, there yeah. always have been. And now you can go on the internet and you can find a hundred other people who believe that. So mm. that gives your beliefs and what you think some validation, yeah. invalid, validation. So now these people like form a base and it's like now it becomes a movement. So they start spreading to other people who doubt the science because like a lot of the science that's being doubted is shit that like was proved so long ago that we don't have the evidence for it anymore. We do. But here's the thing. They well, don't, no, we, we don't, don't talk about no, it, no, but we have it. No, okay. We have it. But the thing is like the people who are counteracting have been. So the evidence hasn't changed. Like the evidence that the earth is flat is mm. the same evidence that mm. we've had since you know right it's accepted knowledge so so the people who are counteracting that they're counteracting this it's like it's like counteracting math when like you use like everything we know about math to say how math is wrong but it's like when you have to defend it's like you can only go back to what you know to be true and like that's what they've been counteracting the flat earthers it's not that they don't doubt science they actually doubt they actually believe in science because they use science in their mind to validate flat earth what they doubt if they doubt, they don't trust governments. They don't trust what they've been being told. For whatever reason, yeah. something has cast this doubt. So they don't, they believe in science, just not the science that's being taught by governments, NASA, or these world agencies, yeah. for whatever reason. And so I do, I don't know if it's dis- diminishing. I think a lot of people still believe in science. I just think the internet and social media has given yeah. a platform to everyone to agree to who didn't have a voice to believe in this stuff. Do y'all believe the moon landing happened? I believe 100 percent it happened. Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge I'm skeptical. I, but, uh, I believe in, I'm I believe in science. Skeptical. But the thing is, like, I, I'm okay. Like that is something mm. where if someone goes like it was staged, okay. Like that, that had like the moon landing hasn't been like I can, concrete proven yeah. enough. Where but like we've gone to the moon more than once, but we've only had like the one foot. Like, so no, no, I, we've had, look it up. We've gone to the moon like five times. Yeah, really? but I mean, again, if yeah. you're a conspiracy theorist, yeah, it's a conspiracy theory, it's all fake. But yeah. we've gone. People only focus on one thing, but if it's yeah, all we, fake, yeah. Well, yeah, but then, then if you're going back to the conspiracy theory, why don't we go again? Why haven't we gone recently? Why? I mean, we have better technology than we've ever had. So what, what's the holdup? Well, what's the reason to go? Funding for one. To, I mean, well, funding, yeah, but I mean to. Maybe there's something else to see well, but on the moon. You, you I don't know. figure if, if if they've gone to the moon and realized like you can't have life on the moon, then why go back? Like, his, you can't yeah. do anything with it, then why go up there? And here's my thing about about science or or the Shouldn't disbelief the now? disbelief in science is that do you do you know the amount of agreement that it would take for the world governments and every scientist to not ever speak out? 
against it, not about flat earth or science being yeah. fake. There's just too many variables, too many pe- people, and too much money. People spending too much money to go to the fucking Mars or to go up to space. So I don't know why people believe that the moon landing wasn't real. I don't know why people don't believe in science. But, you know, a lot of people say, well, we can't, we've never been to space. So how do you know it's true? That's true. That's true. I don't know that the Earth is round. Yeah. Right. I can only go by what they teach right. and show, and we know that people can teach false history. Yeah. Right. You know, but, but I also know I, I got from you know I went from China to like West. I know like you know I, mm-hmm. I circled. So mm-hmm. like if it's not you know Going if it's like not a globe, earth. then it's a cylinder. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it's some kind of round situation. It's a pizza, mm-hmm. motherfucker. It's a pizza. <laughs> uh, do y'all believe that nine eleven was real? I like, do. Was it like a Here's my inside job. Oh, now here's the thing. I think it's two different questions. Orchestrated by terrorists, or was it a two different questions? If I believe it's real, yes. Do I think it was orchestrated by inside job? Also, yes. Mm. See, I know. I think I don't think I think the government kills people all the time. Yeah, hundred percent. Do they? I I think the government probably wanted a reason to invade. Mm. Right? It's sad. Well, okay, but I think it's true. I think it happened under, under so that then, situation. I would say I think to to, to to go along with that, I think the government might have known there was an attack coming and just let it happen. I don't think it was an. I, I don't like intentional. Well, yeah, I, I, personally, I don't think like it was an inside job. But I think yeah. if you want to go with that, it was an inside job. I don't think they knew that they were going to knock the towers down. I, yeah. I think they I knew think there Donald was going to be. Did it. <laughs> I think so. It's Bank Trump. I, I think they knew there was going to be an attack, and it was yeah. like, all right, we're going to let this attack happen, and then we'll, you know. There's so many go questions in. scientifically about about the whole 9 11 and everything that happened. Like, you telling me, like, the Pentagon, where is the plane? There's like no evidence of the, the planes just disintegrated everywhere. The, and then there was another. Didn't it blow up? No, I thought there was. Uh, the whole building caved in, wouldn't it? No, be? just that one no, piece. The Pentagon, the Pentagon, they only hit like one oh, section. No, and like then the third go. plane that pulled a crash out in the field somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a lot. But I believe in science. I like to believe in science. I am not a conspiracy theorist. Uh, I do believe in some conspiracies. Yeah. I believe JFK was killed by the government. I believe Martin Luther King was killed by the government. I do I believe that. You know what I mean? So I do believe in some. I think aliens are real. The government knows about it. So I do believe in that stuff. But I like to believe also in sciences and what they know, what they study. Spend a whole career studying this stuff. I think think the the, the perspective that I tend to take when it comes to conspiracy, conspiracy theories and alternative beliefs, I never fully commit to one side or the other depending on the information that I receive. Because I feel like once you fully commit to one side and you just reject the entire other side, you become ignorant Mm. automatically. See, I I feel like in today's world, like, ignorance. like you can, like there's just so many smart people who can get enough information. Here's, okay, I wanted to do this just to see it. I found ten articles that told me that having hot chocolate for breakfast was healthy. This mm. motherfucker. So, but I, I always go back to that because you can find enough research and always to find something to validate what you oh, want. Yeah. So, so for when sure. it comes to conspiracy theories, like there, you will always find enough websites. To, to, you know, to back to, that, and like these people, they're not dumb. They just don't think the way that I think. So like they'll they'll make logical points. Like they, they can go from point A to point B. It's just like they kind of like leave out one thing, or you know, it's just one of the things where like they make one leap 
And then once they do that leap, everything else they do besides that makes sense because they made that jump. It's like, you know, like movies. Like, if a movie says, all right, when... It's like, um... Tenet. Like, these are the rules to time. Yeah. And then, like, once you do that, if you play within those rules, then you can say things that make sense. So, like, most of these conspiracy theories that people think are crazy, they make one leap, and then they just make a lot of logical sense Mm -hmm. after that. And then the the whole... And I think that's one of the big problems is... There's, there's so much information going around. We're not checking credentials. In fact, oh, yeah. I we're, not like, we're not like, who the fuck said this? Because I, I, I can sit here. I literally came up with a conspiracy theory two weeks ago that I have no commitment towards whatsoever. But, oh, is that Apple? Bullshit? Yeah, yeah. But, but there's all kinds of reasonable plausibility in there. If, if, if I spend enough time on it, I could probably develop an entire theory around it. It's based on nothing. I'm not right. an expert. So, I am nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, who you, are we listening to? So you started this question off with religion or God going away from God. Mm-hmm. So, so you think there's a correlation that with people moving away from religion, it I has think, given it has given the the people more of a reason to believe in these conspiracies. I think I think where's the correlation? I think man? human beings are designed to need to believe in something. You know what I mean? Like we, it starts off with like Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Like we, we all condition ourselves to have to believe in something. And mm. then I know for me, when I lost my belief in something, I, I became susceptible to a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mm. I feel like I feel like there's just you, you, you end up with a void as soon as you lose your belief in in something. So then other things can infiltrate. Like you'll fuck around and watch some random YouTube video and go down the rabbit hole. And next thing you know, you believe, you know, Jay-Z is the, the Illuminati. True story. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like yeah. we all feel like we want to believe in something because we don't have everything figured out, figured out anyway. Like science can only give us so much information. We Where do those beliefs believe come from something. though? Going back to going back to parenting, most of everything that we are taught, it's all it's all environmental. It's all environmental. Like depending on where you are, but you're not, but you're not, you're not geographical. You're not not born thinking there's God. You're not born. That's why I say it's geographical. You depending on where you are, you're going to develop the belief system of that region. Absolutely right. Your parents came it's up to in you place. to unpack that shit. <laughs> to try to, but there's to only to so much you can do shit. because but there's so much. There, I mean, how many religions are there? Like, you're not going to study oh every gosh. religion and come to a. Nobody goes out and studies every religion and figures out, you know what? I think this is the one that makes the most sense. <laughs> yeah. No, they just pick the one that that they were either raised on or like well, maybe, the one, maybe they'll 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 come across one and they'll be like, you know what? This fits what I think I like about religion. Yeah, but they're not going about like, God, about universe. Yeah, maybe yes. like two percent of, of human beings will study every religion and yeah. make, a, make a logical decision. But I, 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 are we done with this? Because I want to go back to conspiracies for a second. Go for it. So like, I, I think the internet is like the government's greatest tool in terms of like uh, hiding information because mm. it went from like having to keep shit secret to just putting everything out there. Like, cause right now, like, let's say aliens did exi- did exist, mm. and you literally saw a video of a picture of an alien, you wouldn't believe it because it's you they flooded with yeah. so much information. Yeah. Like so, it like from you know 1985 to like 2000, it went from like controlling controlling the, the flow of information to overrun you know overflowing information where it's like mm. people now like it, there are no trusted news sources like the debate happened the other night and i was trying to like find a neutral channel to watch and like cnn was all anti-trump and i just refused to watch fox news because i want to punch sean hannity in the face but it's like there's no <sighs> real neutral area so like there's no npr is pretty damn <sighs> or maybe yeah but there's just like very few places <sighs> where like 
And that's the one thing we lost in our generation is like the trusted news source. See, of, I, I hate that. I hate that. What? I hate that so much. I thought you were okay, having. Listen, I thought you were constipated. Let me just finish this. We lost like the Walter Cronkites and like just the trusted newsmen. Nah. And nah, that's where I, this I whole conspiracy shit came from. I disagree. I disagree vehemently. Listen, this is what I feel like people keep missing when it comes to this administration. Trump is a fucking anomaly. Trump is insane. Like, this is not the president that we were supposed to have or we should have. So because we have this completely outside-the-box, extremely unpresidential, third-grade fucking vocabulary-ass president, everybody's going crazy because we have this insane... Like, we're all fucked up right now. Every Like, this is like if we're in the middle of a fight. Like, think about if you're fighting Mike Tyson. You understand? You go in there and you're like, okay, I think I got this figured out. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. This motherfucker hits you in the face one time. You are done. You're, you're not the person that you were before. You're insane. We as a country are insane. We got hit by motherfucking Mike Tyson with... Uh, Trump becoming president and then not even to mention like coronavirus is a whole other story but I feel like it's not something that we as a country were prepared for we weren't prepared for a complete and utter demagogue to become president so CNN is looking insane because they're like this is not normal this is not supposed to be happening we need to get back to normal and that's the thing that I keep trying to preach and why ultimately this administration is a problem because this is not normal democratic republican shit this is something completely different this is a person who could potentially become a dictator if he cared enough if he cared enough or and if he had enough people behind him this is not the kind of person that i feel like you should act normal against because he is a problem you know what i'm saying so that's why i keep going back to the idea of making normal make america normal again because there's so many better choices than right. what the fuck we ended right. up with so, yeah, no, so I, I don't feel like cnn is insane i, 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 I feel I, like the country has i will agree insane. like you know, the country where we are has forced like the networks to pick a side and it's just like trump is so extreme that like there's no way to like there's no real good do you know how many people have picked a side right now like do you know how many people are talking about hey man just please just vote can you please, please, like, like we really need to vote, like, yeah, you know what they're trying to say? Because if everybody votes, Trump is out. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. The more but, people that vote, Trump is out. But and that's like you seeing it on fucking diaper commercial. Like you see it everywhere. Everybody's saying, "Please vote, stop playing, yeah. and just fucking vote." <laughs> yeah, like, why do we plan? I don't think Donald Trump could ever be a dictator. Thank God we have things put in place that will always prevent that. No, but he, he he could. He definitely could. We didn't think we, he could become president. Nobody thought yeah, he could become okay, president. Here's but here's it's, it's how he could. No, there are, but you also have a Senate who will do who has no morals. The, the only Senate, thing, the thing. only thing the Trump Senate. needs is the military. No, that's all he needs to become a dictator. That is all. No, no, that's not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If he wants to, if he wants to have a civil war and destroy the United States then yes, he can get the military generals behind him. However, he cannot just decide that I'm going to stay in office. The House and the Senate, all that is control. control. The Trust only me. thing That's a why dictator needs That's why is an army. Exists. The only thing but a dictator... Has, like, he doesn't even have the army. He doesn't have the army. He doesn't of course have the army. I agree. I agree. So I don't, I'm not worried about Trump, but let's say somebody were in there who ultimately right. had I the said, entire army on their side. I said this to somebody, like, we're lucky and that we got Trump. And the military tends to lean Republican because Republicans fund the, 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 but, but the most military. But most of these guys generally aren't siding with Trump because he's an idiot. But yeah. anyway, we're lucky we got Trump because what Trump has proven is that we are a 
white racist uh, Obama away from yeah. a, a, dip, a dictator. Like, because, you know, like if, if Trump had the the savvy, the coolness, and the smarts to, like, you know, not be so blatant over the top with his shit. Like, he's if he was your typical... Enough. He's not smart enough to be right. a dictator. Like, like, he doesn't, you, listen, he doesn't listen to enough people. He's right. dumb right. enough to be a dictator, but he's not smart enough. But he was smarter. But what, what we know he now... Was like, but that's the thing. What, what we know now is that we... There are people in this country who are okay with the dictator. Exactly. And that's, they, that, they that's the Trump real forever. fear well, about Trump. The it's white like, nationalists huh? are okay with a dictator. The white nationalists. Not, not, not people. Not, in, not the majority, but it doesn't take a majority. But it's right. a point. It, it takes an army. Like, yeah. All it takes like, is an army. If it, he had an army, if, he, well, if no, Trump no. supporters became an army, you no, understand? No, no. If they became no, an army. No, no, oh, no, wait, wait, you got me finish. If Trump, if the Trump coalition became an army that was more powerful than the U.S. military, not, not we chance. have a dictatorship. Right. And, they, and they are not playing. Like, these motherfuckers are not playing. They're saying if Biden gets elected, it's going down. You do realize that the black, I'm not, black I'm not, NRA and black guns are, are right. up 10 but, times. That shit ain't happening. No, yeah, but I, I'm period. not saying they're not stronger. I don't yeah. think they're stronger. No, no. I'm saying if they were. But no, here's, here's If they how, were, that's a dictatorship. Here's how you get a dictatorship in America, is that if you had somebody... Who was smart enough to speak to the white nationalists without letting everyone know that he's speaking to the white nationalists? Like, if Trump could actually do this shit on the side with like code that like wasn't blatant, he had dog then, whistles all the time. Huh? He had, he uses dog whistles all the time. Yeah, but but, but no, he, like we people hear his dog whistles. Yeah. Like he's not smart enough to use the dog whistle. Like yeah. he uses the dog whistle, he can't hear it, and then he shouts at the dog. Like if he was smart enough to use dog whistles. And nah, then like yeah. Trump is not smart right. enough. And then he like have, you know, he doesn't the have regular, the strongest kind of the, support. The regular white people who would normally vote Republican were like, yeah, if if Trump was as racist but as charismatic as Ronald Reagan, we'd be, we'd have a problem. But that's what's scary about Trump because it it Trump flirts it flirts with the possibility. What if somebody even smarter, exactly. with much more support? Finds their way into the White House, you know exactly. what I mean? In, the same, in the same way, because now they know the avenue. Right. Now they know, oh, if I fucking come well, out here, if I'm a businessman and I've I've it, been doing this long enough, I can get enough people behind it me. It also and takes think a that, really shitty opponent, and Hillary Clinton was not a really the, shitty opponent. Was really shitty I, opponent. I, was See, I didn't think she was that. But bad. to your point earlier about the, the the don't know which media to to watch. Yeah, really, MS, MSNBC is geared. To liberals, right. that's what it's supposed to be. That's what it's the work is. To, to Fox, to Fox, CNN truly is supposed to be down the middle, right? Like they, they, and if you watch Chris Cuomo, uh, you know they, he tell it like it is. Though he don't yeah. take it easy on nobody. Yeah, I, like I that, he call it like it is. So CNN is supposed to be. But I, I typically could go outside the country. Like even though I know they are also medium biased or yeah. BBC. Well, I mean, at this point, like like Jeremy said, like Trump is right. too extreme to like be neutral. Like he, yeah. he makes it impossible to be neutral. Um, sure, I want to say something else, but can, yeah. can I get one more discussion in before we? Uh, I, yeah. I, I hate talking about politics. On yeah, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> um, I just want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this because I read it online, and I, I think y'all might have saw it too. I thought it was interesting, and I just want to hear y'all thoughts. The right person will make you fall in love with yourself too. I agree. Is that a true statement? I agree. Because if you think about the opposite of that, the wrong person will make you end up hating yourself, right? And so if someone can bring the worst out of you, oh yeah, right, I've been there. Someone can, someone can <laughs> bring the best out of you. And I've been in relationships where I, I found myself doing shit I ain't never thought I would be, would like, do. Who the fuck am I? Yeah, and I was happy doing it. You know what I mean? Like 
sometimes people bring you out of your own comfort zone. It's like, oh, well, this is what I've been doing. I never traveled outside the world. Then you get with somebody who likes to travel and you start yeah. traveling like, yo, this is dope. Okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so, so check this out. So one of my favorite things about getting high, I'm not high today, by the way, but listen, I've been saying this. I don't know if you saw my rant about uh, getting high the other day, but I feel like one thing that's that's interesting about getting high is you you find ways to access parts of your brain that you don't normally have access right mm-hmm. to. So to to correlate different people that you date and different relationships that you have allow you to access certain parts of yourself that mm. you wouldn't normally like you're just not going to be this person all day because nobody brings this particular out person out yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it can go both ways a terrible person that you end up with can turn you into the incredible hulk mm-hmm. and then uh you know a great person that you end up with can can bring out your barack obama mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like so i feel like i feel like that's that's that, i think that's that's an important thing about having relationships throughout your life and, and learning from those relationships because mm-hmm. you kind of have to, you're not going to figure out who you are just by yourself. No, not you know at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can, but you, it takes, I don't it think takes you a can. long, it takes a long time. I don't think you can. No, no, you can figure out who time. you are. You can't figure out who you are with someone else by yourself. Like you can figure out, like if well, you stay well, by yourself, then so, you'll figure so out who a, you here's are. Here's an example. Once upon a time, in, in one relationship, I started dancing strictly because she liked dancing. Mm-hmm. And from her perspective, I was a good dancer and that gave me confidence. So that made me interested Mm -hmm. in dancing without that relationship. I would never have found myself dancing, say salsa or tango or anything like that. Like, so there's so much of yourself that you can grasp from, you know, I mean, I I I think friendships contributes to this as well, but especially relationships because that person is going to nourish a part of you like we're so we're so mm. like uh easily validated that when somebody nourishes a certain part of you i'm like yo i need to do that again absolutely. she like that i'm gonna absolutely. do that more absolutely i absolutely believe that like my friendships your friendship should really people in your network should elevate you or make you want to do bigger shit yeah. like so before unpack your shit y'all bro. see me traveling now but five years ago i wasn't traveling same like, yeah. i wasn't traveling but all my i had friends in my life you, they were you traveling. Ev- they were yeah. traveling everywhere, and I was like, "Yo, like I want to do this shit too." Like I want, and I started traveling. I realized this is a better version of me. This is who I love doing this. Yeah. So it takes the right people in your life for sure to make you happy so, or bring. You know, so, life. so that being said, my first international trip was with you, Jay, to Panama. So, yeah, going oh, to Panama. So that's oh. that's what basically pulled me out of. The whole like mm-hmm. I gotta stay in the states because I don't know what the fuck is out there. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. You, when once you pop the cherry, you <laughs> you on the move. Yeah, and actually, then, and you can thank Ed for that because Ed was gonna go first, right? And then he brought you on to to do it. I don't, Who committed I don't, first to Panama? I, I uh, we, it, we there probably committed no at the same, same time. time? But I, mean, oh, okay. I, I think I, just, I probably told him about it though. Okay, yeah. Because I don't know if you were like active on Facebook at the time, but and I think then, I was like, oh, Jay's doing Panama. You yeah. should come. And then I know Ed's first international trip. Sort of stemmed from like a relationship that you mm, had, yeah. but you know you guys were cool or whatever. And she was like, "Why don't you go here?" And then you went. I mean, there's some truth to that because again, it's why I stay in hostels because like Yo, I had man. I had the exact mindset that you have, Jay, mm. about hostels before I stayed in one. It was yeah, like, fuck that shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> when I was told like, "Oh, we're gonna be staying in hostels," well, fuck that shit. I'm getting my own hotel. Uh-huh. But it was like, you know what? Let me just do Try it and it, yeah. see what it's like. And then that first one was so good. It was like, all right, well, fuck it. Let's just keep going. Yeah. So like. It's just one of them things where it's like, all right, it's not as bad. And like, 
I so, think it's all about taking the what, what do you get comfortable with. Who would have thought ten years ago you'd be sharing a, a room with someone's house? Yeah, yeah. Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna rent this room out. You gonna see that? Hell no. Yeah. Who this person? But now everywhere now, I go, like, oh, yeah, it's just Airbnb. <sighs> all right, folks. I think uh, I think it's time to wrap up. And unfortunately, I got to wrap up on a negative note. Um, today is uh, is the birthday of a friend of mine who who died, I think a week ago. Um, they died a week ago. She died. Oh wow! I, I don't remember the the exact day she died, but it was like a week, a week and a half ago. And um, today is her birthday, and also today is her funeral, mm. which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. But. Um, the thing, so so shout out to Jen, um, who is no longer with us. She's one of the one of the first people that I met who, like, she was she wasn't a family member of mine, but she she was one of those people that just made me seem like you know, or made me feel mm. like family mm-hmm. when I first moved to Orlando mm. to go to school. I was just you know I was leaving home for the first time, first time I, I went and lived somewhere that mm. wasn't home, mm. and you know more or less she basically just took me in. You know I went to. She, she found me on MySpace because she knew I was in her husband's class. Good old MySpace. <laughs> yeah, she found me on MySpace because she knew I was in her husband's class. And we started hanging out. I started going to their house. Her husband helped me with a, you know, a lot of schoolwork. And she would cook me food. She made, made me something called American Chop Suey, which mm-hmm. is actually <laughs> pretty dope. Um, and uh, she, she, was, she was very important to me but you know how you kind of just gravitate apart from people like yeah yeah everybody gets into their own lives or mm-hmm. whatever um but yeah 2020 20 she didn't make it out of 2020 you mind what i if i asked what she passed from i don't know exactly mm-hmm. i don't i don't think it was uh covid okay. um but she i know she had some some issues from like an accident that she had a while back mm. i'm not sure if it if it has to do with that but i know ever since then she's had some problems but um, celebration of life, man. Yeah, celebrate life. Yeah, I just want to just sort of do. I mean, I I don't know what to actually say, but I I do want to mention her because I'm not gonna be able to make it to her funeral today, even though I'm literally going to the state where she's uh, she's being buried. Mm. Um, but shout out to the family. Shout out to to Justin and, and his kids. Like, like I was there when one of her sons was born. Okay, and and he used to call me Grimmy. You understand? <laughs> Grimmy. <laughs> like that's crazy. Grimmy. So anyway, I'm not. I'm gonna spend a whole lot of time on it, but uh, rest in peace, Jen. And uh, I appreciate, you know, everything you uh, you helped me with when I. I mean, ever ever since then, you know, back in Orlando, and she's always actually been a really pretty good friend to me, even over a long distance. Yeah, I appreciate. Um, it. I know that. And that, and that is going to conclude the mulatto perspective. Is there anything else that you gentlemen would like to say before hey, we sign off? I would just like to say. All Tino Shade Podcast. Hey, shout out to all Every Tino Wednesday Shade Podcast. That Remy himself has been on. Remy is sometimes on the podcast. Um, uh, so y'all, y'all had a really dope guest last week, I believe. Yeah, uh, Aloha Milani. Right on. Uh, check out on Instagram. Talk about travel. And so it's a dope podcast. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Um, come support it. And that's all I got to say. Check it out. Ed, what yeah, you I, I don't have no podcast plugs. Ed, <laughs> Ed be out here driving Uber if y'all want to get a ride. Hey, I do a little bit of that part-time <laughs> at myself. Right on. All right. So that concludes the Mulatto Perspective. Thank you for joining us. And I hope y'all have a good uh, whatever.